John 15 for me. I love to hear those pages turn. I also like, you know, just love the word of God, y'all. John 15, and we're going to pick up in verse 4. We started off last week. We, we talked about, we were in verse 1 last week. Um, we did verses 1, 2, and now we're going to skip over to verse 4, but I'll read verse 3 for context reasons. Amen? If you have it, say amen. amen. If you stand for the reading of God's word. He says here, you are already clean because of the word. How many of you know the word will clean you up? Which I have spoken to you. Here it is. This is the verse we're going to focus on today. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch being you cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can't do it without God. Amen. We've been in this series now, this summer series, for this will be our third week in this summer series entitled Stay With God. We've been talking about our relationship with God. And it's been a very exciting journey because it has caused me myself to reevaluate, amen, my relationship to God. I told you that there are a lot of people who believe that they're with God, but they're really separated from God. Or they are really distant from God. Or they have divorced God. It's hard to divorce someone who's everywhere at the same time. I wish I had somebody. It's hard to divorce the one who left his spirit inside of us that gives us a direct connect to him. The Holy Spirit that lives inside of us for the believer that is. Amen. I call it the GPS that God puts on us. God's saints will never give up on you. It doesn't matter how far you may drift from God. You and I got to remind ourselves that God never gives up on his children. Do I have anybody? Many of us want our relationships to succeed. Am I right about it? The question is, would you compromise your relationship with God to make your relationship with others work? Would you focus more on pleasing others than pleasing God? Would you give up on your relationship with your spouse without trying? Would you just walk out on your spouse without trying? Would you separate from your spouse without trying to fix it? Well, Many people without trying, without good reason, without thinking, without explanation, amen, will walk away from God in a heartbeat, in a blink of an eye. 
Many people want God only when it's convenient for them. Oh, I'm talking to somebody. I don't know about you, but I've been pastoring. I know I've been pastoring a little while, and I've seen people come, and I've seen people go. I've seen people become so intimate with God where their lives begin to change. Do I have anybody? Do I have anybody here who have developed a one-on-one -on -one with God? You, you know that when you go in your prayer closet, come on somebody, and you shut the door, amen, and you start talking to your Savior, you see things manifest in your life. Do I have any prayers in the house? Who, who have a connect, who have a connect with God, but, but oftentimes in relationships it gets tough. Amen. Relationships get tough. And sometimes the relationship with God, if you're honest, it becomes a little distant. We become a little, it, it becomes a, a little bit strange because you've been asking and you've been praying. But, but I want to tell you something, amen, about a relationship. A relationship is not just about you asking. It's not just about you taking. It's about you giving. It's about you sacrificing. It's about putting your, your, your selfishness aside and saying, you know what? It's all about you, boo. Come on, somebody. Y'all going to get that in a minute. Amen. That's what relationships really is all about. Relationships is not really about me. It's about the other person. And for some reason, I have a hard time. Come on, somebody. There are times where I don't want to be a sacrificial. I don't want, amen. I feel like being selfish today. Come on, somebody. Y'all, y'all, not y'all, just me, amen. Sometimes I just feel selfish in the relationship, but, but I found out, amen, that with God, sometimes we act the same way. Am I right about it? Amen. I told you last week that if you're going to stay with God, I said this, I said, I gave you four things last week. I told you, number one, you can't stay with God and stay the same. That's how you know that you're connected to him. All right? If you see no change in your attitude, if you see no change in your altitude, come on, somebody, if you see no change on your outlook on life, I want to tell you something. Maybe you're not where you say you think you are. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Because some of us, we have this, this picture about our relationship with God. We think we're cool with God. Amen. We think everything is good, but guess what? You're not changing. Do I have anybody? I told you not only that, but if you stay too long with God, if you stay with God, there's a possibility he may what? Remove you. He says, any branch in me that does not bear fruit, he what? Takes away. Now, the reason why he removes some people from the church and amen is because they're taking up room where other trees can grow. Now, it sounds harsh, but here's the thing. Have you ever been in a relationship, we talked about this last week, where it just wasn't fruitful? And then you're like, what's the point? I mean, that's why we're doing this marriage ER conference because there are a lot of people who are in marriages today and they're saying, what's the point? Y'all going to make it hard for me to preach that. I see that. Amen, amen, amen. A lot of people are in marriages saying, man, why? I mean, I don't even want to go home no more. I want to drive past my house. 
Come on, somebody. We don't talk. We don't communicate. We don't, we're not affectionate with each other. Amen. There's not much going on around here. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Amen. And so what Jesus is saying, listen, if there's no fruit, amen, we might as well move, move on. Right? Told you that last week. Told you that when you stay with God, you will become fruitful. There's no way that you and I can stay with God and not change and become fruitful Christians. Then, then I told you what that fruit was. That fruit is what? Our attitude. That, listen, that, that fruit is our outlook. That fruit, amen, is how we respond to difficulties in life. Am I right about it? And then not only I told you that, but I told you, he says, every branch of me that bears fruit, listen, he has to what? Prune. And I told you that you will be able to handle the painful seasons because both processes are painful. Listen, every t listen walking with God doesn't always guarantee everything's going to go your way. Am I right about it? Do I have anybody can identify with that? Listen, you started with God, and you're like, Dad, what happened to this person? I thought we, I thought we were together on this thing. What happened? Painful process. It can be a painful process, but here's the beauty of it. You can handle it. See, the difference in a person who's not connected and a person who is connected is the fact that they can handle the painful seasons. Now, John writes us, and, and I told you the context to this passage. Jesus is about to go to the cross. Amen. John 14. He says, I leave you the Holy Spirit who will be with you, right, throughout this, throughout this life. Saints, I want to tell you, if you're a Christian today, you have something. You have a seal. You have a ring. You have a signet ring that God left for you and that is of the marriage, and that is the Holy Spirit. And if you were to grow in respect to him, you will realize that life ain't always that bad. But what happens to a lot of people is that they, they look at the external, they become, amen, dissatisfied, and because of all kinds of preferences, listen to me real good, not doctrine, not Bible, not truth, but preferences, we distance ourselves from God. Are you with me? Today I got four things I want to give you and we're going to go home. Let's look, at the, let's look at the word. Let's look at the word. Verse 4, he says what? He says, abide in me. Uh-huh. So he goes from talking about I am the vine, right, and every branch in me. Now he says, abide in me and I in you. Amen. Or to sink in to the relationship. I'm going somewhere with this. The word abide also means to settle in. Amen. See, what happens to a lot of people, they have a difficult time settling in to this new life in Christ because it comes with persecution. It comes with some pain. It comes with some suffering. It comes with every now and then you're praying and your prayers are not being answered. But, but the word means to remain, to stay. 
stay under, to tarry as long as you can. So if you're going to stay with God, the first thing you got to do, first thing you got to do, first thing you got to do is deepen your relationship with God. I'm going to say it one more time. Deepen your relationship with God. Pastor, how do I deepen my relationship with God? Hey, when's the last time you spent some time with him? Hello, somebody. I know you spend time with him, but you and I, sometimes we spend time telling him rather than listening to him. And if I'm going to deepen my relationship with God, I have to fast sometimes. I have to praise sometimes. Come on, somebody. I have to give sometimes. I have to sacrifice sometimes. I have to get into my word and I have to read and I have to pray and I have to be discipled. But saints, I want to tell you something. If you're going to stay with God, it's impossible to stay with God and don't go deeper. Jesus says, abide in me, there's the relationship, and I in you. So it tells me that, watch this, God making an appeal for us to stay with him. He says, abide in me. Continue in me. Dwell in me. Come on, somebody. Be present. You can't tell me that you love God, but you don't go to church. I'm sorry. It doesn't work together. Your relationship with God is tied into the kingdom. And you show how much you love by your service to him. Amen. Well, I, I give to the guy on the corner. That ain't going to church. Amen. Let me, tell, let me help you with something. He says this. He says, who's the head of the church? Christ. What did he die for? The church. Who did, who did you come to see today? Christ. Are y'all with me? He says, he says, Abide in me and I in you. Watch what he goes on to say next. As a branch, now the branch being you. Notice the word cannot. You know the word cannot in the in when you look at the grammatical structure of that, it is an emphatic. That's what it's saying. In, in other words, uh, let me see, let me see. There's some things that are impossible to happen, right? Some things in life, you can't take a key from your car. I can't take a key from your truck and go to my truck and try to, try to start. It's what? It's what? I couldn't hear you. It's what? I couldn't hear you. It's what? It's impossible. And that's, what, that's the idea. He says, you cannot what? He says, as a branch cannot bear what? Fruit for what? Itself. So here's my next point. I'm going to go sit down. Don't try to do it by yourself. And I got a whole lot of folk <laughs> who want to do it by themselves. You can't do it without God. Apart from Christ, a believer cannot accomplish anything, watch this, of permanent spiritual value. Some of us want, we want our relationship with God. Watch this. We want our relationship with God on our terms. You know, a lot of us want independence. I don't need to be tied to no church to love God. Baby, everything about the church says God. But we have imperfect people in church. 
But watch this. The relationship with God is not based on how you, the terms that you set. He says, look what he says. He says, he says, he says, as a branch, you being the branch, me being the branch, cannot bear what? Fruit. Watch this. Of what? Now, the word bear, watch what the word, the word for bear, you know what it means? It means to go on. Watch this. It means to reach a certain point. And I got a lot of people who've been trying to move on with their lives. Come on, somebody. But they're stuck in the sand. Why? Because they're trying to bear fruit by themselves. We can't bear fruit by ourselves. We can't do it. Listen, you know what that is? That's fertilizer. Amen. That's imitation fruit. It's not organic. Come on, somebody. You know there's a difference. But with all those pesticides on that fruit. See, here's the thing. You can try to look yoke back up with the world and see how much fruit you bear, but he says you cannot go on. And somebody here this morning, you're stuck. Somebody here, you have not made any movement. Listen, and the movement you could be making, watch this, you're making baby steps when you should be making strides. Turn to David and say, I'm, I want to stride. I want to stride. I want to I stride. I want to stride in this journey. Come on, how many of you want to stride in this journey? How many of you want to reach a point of maturity? How many of you want to reach some goals in your life? Amen. But, but listen, listen, listen. Don't try to do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, stop trying to do it by your You know I'm right, right? Watch this. How I many you got it? Look what he says next. He says a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless. Now, the unless is like an if. It's a conditional participle. So, therefore, there's a condition attached to it. Now, he says that unless. And the condition is that you what? You remain in him. You abide in him. You grow in him. You put aside your preferences and start praising God for who he is and what he has done for you. I'm about to close. I'm about to close. Listen, he says, unless it abides in the what? Fine. Here's my next point. You ready? Woo! Don't disconnect from God. Somebody here this morning, you're disconnected. You look the part. I've used this before. You look the part. You look the part. You got all the trappings of a Christian. You know how to say amen. But you got one problem. Baby, you're unplugged. See, you're not connected. You, you, you've been in church all your life, but you're not connected. He says, listen, unless it abides in the what? In the vine. So therefore, you're unplugged and ain't nothing coming out. And oftentimes what happens to us is that we think that getting away from God be the best thing for us. 
But you are a child of God. You're chosen by God. You've been selected from the foundation of the earth. God knew you in your mother's womb. He formed you. He shaped you. Before a word comes on your mouth, he knows you. And I want to tell somebody here today, it's time for you to reconnect. It's time for you to get back to where you need to be because watch this, the branch needs the vine. And without the vine, the branch is in danger. Don't play with your spiritual life this morning. Hallelujah to his holy name. Because watch this, because of differences and watch this, and preferences and doctrine. Well, something didn't go my way. Or, or you know what, they're doing this at the church. Listen, if you don't want to connect to this church, baby, find you a church. It may, you may not like this one, but here's what you're going to find out. When you go to that other church, you'll find out all the time it was you. You were the problem, not the church. You were the problem. You know why? Because the church is made up of imperfect. Come on, help me somebody. Come on and help me somebody. We are imperfect people. We make mistakes. We fall down. But guess what? We get back up. We're going to try again. We're going to keep loving each other. We're going to stay at peace. Come on, somebody. Amen. But when you're disconnected from the vine, Everything in your life looks black, dark, blackout. Tell somebody. You can't see clearly. You can't praise God. You won't have a desire to come to church. You won't have a desire to pray anymore. Listen to this. Listen to this. When you stay with God, no matter how painful it becomes, you can face your problems. And guess what? You know that tomorrow it's going to get better. You know why you know it's going to get better? Because weeping may endure for a night. Come on, somebody. But you understand that trouble don't last always. Amen. You understand that I've been young and I've been old. But, I, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. You understand that the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He, he lead me beside still waters. You understand, baby, that you're passing through the valley. But when you're disconnected, the Bible says you cannot bear fruit. If you're not connected. And my appeal to somebody here this morning is that you get back connected. Listen, stop allowing your pride. Stop allowing, amen. Stop saving face and say, God, I need you today. I need you today, Lord. Lord, I need you today. Listen, it wasn't by chance you're here this morning. It wasn't by, amen. It was by God's design. Hallelujah to his holy name. Pastor talking to me. Yeah, I know I'm talking to you. Amen. Guess what? God's speaking. Are you with me? Can the church say amen? That means y'all agree. Listen, let me, can I, can I say this? don't disconnect from God because of somebody in church. Why would you let somebody cause you to ruin your relationship with God. And if the pastor won't listen to you, move around. Amen. Y'all, amen, amen. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I got one more point. We're going to go home. Watch what it says. It says, unless it abides in the vine, right? 
So neither can you, there go that word unless again, unless what? Unless you abide what? In me. So what is Jesus saying to us? Now this is Jesus talking. This is Jesus This is Jesus. This is not me. This is Jesus talking. Jesus is using an analogy. I love these analogies. You know, these, these illustrations are so powerful because we learn through stories. So think about the vine for a minute. And think about the branches. The vine is connected to the branch. The branch is connected to the vine. Without the vine, the branch starts dying. Am I right about it? It's the same way with your relationship with God. You think you can do it? Do you really believe you can get far without him? Let me, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. Let me, let me help you with something. Let, let, me, let me give you a revelation this morning. Take an inventory of where you are now. Now think about this. If you're with God, that's where you need to be. If you are not with God, then guess what? <laughs> Amen. You on the slow road to your destiny. And I want to say to somebody here today, just because you come back to God doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it's going to be better. It's going to be better than what it is right now. Listen, you can't even smile. Amen. Shoot. You, you, you don't even understand what I said. The kingdom of God is about righteousness Joy and peace. See, when a person has joy, it doesn't matter what their bank account looks like right now. Listen, when you have the joy of the Lord is my strength. Come on, somebody. The text, the text says, neither can you unless you abide in me. My, my, my last point, I'm going to sit down. I said that earlier, but. I'm saying it again. Here's my last point. Not only must you dedicate yourself to God. Oh, that's my last point? Why you put my last point up? I wanted it to be a surprise. Back off. Take it off. Put it back on. Yeah, don't disconnect from God. Let me get, let me, it's like a climax thing here. Don't disconnect from God. My next point is. Come on. I just like to say what I think sometimes. That's what I was thinking. Dedicate yourself to God. Oh, you think, oh, I got to give up the smoking, drinking, the sexting. Y'all know, y'all know what y'all be doing. Y'all, amen. I ain't going to talk about that right now. We're going to edit that. Amen. The blogging. Amen, right? Amen. Yeah, yeah, listen, listen. You know what I love about Jesus? He loved to sit with prostitutes and pimps and hustlers and tax collectors. That's what I love about Jesus. He didn't come for the righteous. He came for sinners. I know we ought to get a little dignified and holified after a while. You understand what I'm saying? Things ought to change the way we walk, the way we talk. That's fine. But I don't forget what I was. I don't forget where God has brought me from. 
And you know what that does for me? It keeps me connected. Amen. When you can kick a, a, a crack habit. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. When you can kick an alcohol habit. When, when you can kick a marijuana, uh-huh, yeah, habit. When you can kick a lying habit. You know, you never told the truth. You, everything you said was a lie. You knew that. But now you tell the truth. It's so, listen, it's so common to you now. Before everything, deception. Amen. When you can kick a deception problem. Amen. When you can kick these habits, but knowing it was God that allowed you to do it because you were connected to him. Saints, I want to tell you this. Stay with God. Dedicate yourself. Listen to this. Listen to this. No Jesus, no joy. That's what that, that's what that last piece is about. Watch this. Watch this. Don't get so spiritual that you forget that you need to stay connected. Because a lot of us get spiritual where we don't feel, I don't need to pray no more. I'm, I'm in. Stay with God when you get angry at the church. Uh-huh. Stay with, remain, listen, remind yourself it's the vine that makes me fruitful, not me. Listen, this is the vine that keeps me connected. This is the vine that keeps me sane. This is the vine that keeps me strong. This is the vine that keeps me in my right mind because sometimes I want to lose my mind up in here, up in here. Do I have anybody? Many Christians today are spiritual orphans. Children of God with no family relationships. Others are like foster children. Bouncing from house to house, church to church, never finding a home. It, listen, it just doesn't take five years to find a church. Come on, y'all. You've been saying that, Lord, I've been trying to find a church. It doesn't take five, baby, you... What, what are you? We all know that babies grow up in families when they are children in the world who have been orphans or watches who are not a part of suitable families. We want to get them into good families. Am I right? We don't want those children out there on their own. Why? Because we understand that children grow best, watch this, when they're connected. If you are a disconnected saint you are living out of the will of God are you with me being connected does not just simply mean church attendance either attendance is only attachment I wish I had somebody church members membership is attachment accompanied by fellowship worship service evangelism and ministry. You get an opportunity to rub shoulders with somebody else. So if you're a spiritual orphan today, amen, or if you're in foster care today, it's time to get connected. Yeah, I know. I mean, let me pray about it. Let me pray, let me pray, Pastor. Let me pray. I need to pray. Let me find out what church is all about. Church is church, baby. Either way you go, you're going to see the same thing. This church, that church, the church, it doesn't matter. Go, go, go find out. Go find out. It's all the same. 
Amen. But today, if you're not connected, today, if you've disconnected, today, amen, if you're not dedicated, if you haven't dedicated your life to him, what you waiting for? Let me see if you were listening. Oh, I, you know, I belong to such and such and such. But you ain't been doing nothing over there. When's the last time you did something? You go to church by name. That's the, the church you name. <laughs> but today, I want to make an appeal to you to stay with God.